0: This is the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode number 92, the solo series. I don't know what you heard, but ha, yeah, she rocks the show. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Vaughn here. Well, this is a little bit of a different episode because I want to talk practical application. I think that you're going to find that as she runs the show progresses in the new season coming up in November, that we're going to talk a lot more about things that are strategic and tactical and practical, but framing it within the mindset and the sense of believing that you have to have in order for any of those practical things to work. So I've been thinking a lot lately about productivity. Because, you know, there's this quote that says something like, you know, everybody has the same 24 hours, Oprah, Beyonce, we all have the same 24 hours. And I don't know about you, but there are moments when I, I feel like, and, and many moments when I feel like there's just not enough time in the day, there's just not enough time in the day to get everything that I want to get done in life, in work, in business. There's just not enough time. And a couple of things have become really apparent to me in the last couple of weeks, and I want to share those on today's episode, and then I want to dive into the five time management, actually I probably should have called this episode five, priority management, because I like that term better, but the five time management tools that I love and how I use them. So the first thing that I want to talk about really is this concept of time. You know, one of the things that tanks productivity, especially as an entrepreneur, is focusing on not having enough time. You know, I don't know about you, but sometimes I wake up and I think, man, I need to hit the ground running. I've got so much to do and so little time. So I've already woken up with this concept that there isn't enough time, which then sets me up for the belief that there isn't enough time, which then sets me up for a day where there isn't enough time. You know, that self-fulfilling prophecy thing. And so I think the first thing that we can do to make sure that we're as productive as we can be especially in our businesses, but in general in life is to ditch this idea that there is never enough time. And how do you ditch the idea that there's never enough time? You know what I've started to do in order for me to kind of lessen that? I I can't say that I've completely ditched it because I have some mornings where I wake up late or something doesn't go right or something doesn't happen that I need to happen. The way that I've gotten around that is by just saying to myself, I'm going to do the best that I can today and I'm going to do all that I can today. And I'm going to do it in alignment with where my energy's at. And if I have a great energy day, I seize that day and I get tons of stuff done. And if I have a low energy day, I allow myself to rest. I allow myself to watch TV right now. I'm pretty obsessed with the, um, Scientology reality TV show that Leah Remini is doing. And, uh, and I'm getting back into the Kardashians. So I have my modes where I, don't feel like doing anything on my business. And I give myself permission now in a way that I never used to, to just say, you know what? Today is a rest day. And I might do a little bit of Instagram on a rest day. I might be in bed with my laptop and, and, you know, looking up things on Pinterest or working on things on Canva. But the things that I do on low energy days are lighter in nature. They're not the deep work. Uh, it's not the heavy duty projects. And I also find that by focusing on one to two major projects instead of five to six, like I used to do, that also helps me when I'm on a high energy day to really just hone in on one thing and get a ton of stuff done for that one major project. So my perspective on time management has changed because I'm no longer looking at it like, man, I got to jump out of bed and seize the day and run after things. No, I, I choose to wake up and do certain things every single day that I know while they're not direct business items, they benefit me. For example, I wake up in the morning, first thing I do every single morning, doesn't matter when it is, I meditate for 15 minutes. That is a non-negotiable for me. There is no, I woke up late. There is no, okay, I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to not do it. And so you want to find those non-negotiables that when you wake up, get your mind right, get your body geared up. I'm now starting to incorporate, you know, 15 minutes of meditation when I wake up, followed by 30 minutes of body combat, which helps me feel energized and amazing. And then I can sit down in front of a computer and I'm okay with the hours that I'm going to spend in front of that computer because I started out my day with meditation and movement. So find the things, before we even get into these five time management tools, find the right perspective to look at time in your life but also find the right non-negotiables that you do every single morning when you wake up that start you in the right spot, in a better spot if you wake up on the wrong side of the bed. So mindset and non-negotiables in the morning become really important. But I want to talk about five time management tools that I absolutely adore. Uh, and how I use them. Because I think there are so many time management tools. And now that I've moved from Android to iPhone, I've, I've come to the dark side. There are way more productivity apps in iPhone than you can ever use or imagine. So I'll talk to you about five of them that I use and I love. And, and the idea for this episode came because I'm creating a Skillshare course. This is going to be my first Skillshare course. I'm creating a Skillshare course called Project Management for Solopreneurs. And so that course will be up in a couple of weeks on Skillshare, but it's an interesting course because I thought, you know what, solopreneurs, and here's the thing about solopreneurs, there's so many mixed messages. You know, lots of people say, Don't be a solopreneur, hire a team, you know, get VAs, da. You may not be at a point in your business where you can afford VAs. You may not want the hassle of training a team right now. You may want to go it alone for another six months to a year or two years. So I'm writing this course on for Skillshare called Project Management for Solopreneurs because I think solopreneurs forget that everything that they do in their business really is a project and that it's a project that has to be managed. And so the idea for today's episode came up because I'm creating this course for Skillshare called Project Management for Solopreneurs. And so I talked in the course or I'm talking in the course about some of the, the time management tools that I love. Let me tell you about some of the time management tools that I absolutely adore. One of my favorites, and you, I just reminded myself that I didn't even log it and I'm going to do this super quick right now, is Toggle. So let me just, oops, she runs the show episode. I just had to put that in there. You know, you got to do what you say you're going to do. Um, I love Toggle and Toggle is T-O-G-G-L.com. Why do I love Toggle? Toggle keeps track of your time. It keeps track of You know, you set up the project names, you set up, you know, clients if you want to, but basically it's a timekeeper and it allows you to track over, you know, every single day, how you're using your time. And I use it specifically in my business. And so at the end of every single week, it produces a weekly toggle report. And it shows you what percentage of your time you're spending on different aspects in your business. Now, some people can put their whole life in toggle so they can see how their whole life thing is doing. I like to just focus on business activities because then at the end of the week, when I look at the toggle report, I'm able to see, okay, did I spend 50% of my time on social media and then 20% of my time on content creation? And then the other part of my time on, you know, Facebook live or creating YouTube videos, you want to be sure that every week you have some sort of report or dashboard where you can go to and say, okay, this is how I used last week in my business. Is that the best use of my time? Is that the most valuable use of my time? What do I want to change up for this week? But you won't be able to answer any of those questions unless you actually track your time. And so Toggle is, you know, it's an app on the phone, so you can start and end it on the phone. It is uh, something you can just access on the web on your desktop. And it's very, very useful, especially those weekly reports. And it's free. So there may be a paid premium version, but I've never gotten it and I've never needed it. So Toggle, dot com is one of my favorite time management tools. Second favorite time management tools, and I'm still really diving in to learn how to use this. I'm actually going to take a Skillshare Evernote course. Evernote. I love Evernote. Um, I love Evernote for so many reasons. So Evernote has a another, a sister app called Scannable. What's beautiful about Scannable is now when I, when I go out and I, buy something for business, I can just scan that business receipt and scannable, and I can send it to Evernote. I can also upload it straight to Google Docs where I keep copies of all of my business receipts. So Evernote is powerful in the fact that there are other sister apps to Evernote. It's also powerful in the fact that you can put audio in there. You can put pictures in there. You can, I mean, there's just so many things you can keep track of. Your to-do list can be in Evernote. So Evernote to me is a powerful tool and it's worth going premium on, which I was premium. I probably will go back to being premium on Evernote. So Evernote is just a a way to take notes, a way to document things. But what I love about Evernote is you can document in many different ways. You can scribble, you can uh, record an audio. I mean, you can put photos. I mean, you can put web links. So when you're on your phone, when you're traveling and you just want to jot stuff down really quickly, Evernote is the place to do it. I also use Google Docs for that, but I just find that the Evernote app is seamless in terms of the way that you can incorporate things like audio and video and pictures. So Evernote is my my second time management tool that I love and it's great to use. And again, there's a free version and then there's a premium version of that that you pay for. My third and, and probably I'd have to say my most used time management tool by far is Google Calendar. And literally in the Skillshare course that I'm creating called Project Management for Solopreneurs, I'm doing a whole section on Google, a whole walkthrough on Google Calendar alone. Like how do you use Google Calendar? Let me tell you why I think Google Calendar is so powerful. So to me, Google Calendar is the equivalent of my digital personal assistant. I put ahead of time how I'm going to spend my day, my week, my month, I color code things so my workouts are color coded a certain way. Uh podcasting is color-coded a certain way. Writing medium posts is color-coded a certain way. So just visually, I can look at Google Calendar for my phone. I can also look at it on my computer and I know exactly what my day is supposed to look like. Here's my favorite, two of my favorite parts of Google Calendar. First thing that I love about Google Calendar is you can set it up to send you reminders. It can send you text reminders. Uh, There goes your digital personal assistant. It can send you email reminders. It can send you pop-ups if you're on your computer reminders. And you can set up those reminders in a number of different ways. If you're recording an interview with a guest or you're doing a coaching session with a client, you can send them a Google Calendar appointment and it can also send them reminders. So to me, Google Calendar is a great way to have a personal assistant, a digital personal assistant without paying a personal assistant. Here's the other feature that I love about Google Calendar, and it's something that takes uh, hyper-vigilance and consistency to do. One of the things that I do with Google Calendar is, there was a time when I started using Google Calendar and I would put these ideal work weeks in. You know, like I'd put all, I wake up at 3 a.m. and I meditate for 30 minutes and then I do yoga. And then I, and none of those things ever worked out. So I had, every time i go back to Google Calendar, I would have the ideal schedule put on Google Calendar. But it wasn't real, because that's not actually what happened. So what I now do with Google Calendar, which to me is probably the best attribute for me, the best use of Google Calendar, is when I set up my day, A, I set it up as realistic as possible, but B, when the day shifts, when certain things come in that I can't plan for, when things happen that that I didn't expect, you know what I do? I go right into Google Calendar and I alter what's on there so that every single day reflects what actually happened, where I actually spent my time, and and why is that important? Because once I've done uh, this week, once this week is over, on Sunday or on Monday morning, what I do is I go back and I look at the last week of Google Calendar And I say, okay, that's how I really spent my time last week. What do I need to tweak? What do I need to change? Where do I need to spend more time? Where do I need to spend less? But if your Google Calendar, the history of it isn't accurate and isn't actually what happened, then you won't be able to do that. So one of my favorite things about Google Calendar is as my day changes and shifts, I adjust those appointments in Google Calendar to reflect the actual ways in which I spent my time. So third, probably my favorite is Google calendar. My fourth favorite time management tool, time management tool that I love. And I just learned about this again on Skillshare. I've been Skillshare binging lately, especially as I'm creating this new course. I love my, my iPhone phone alarm. And here's, what's interesting. I never understood that you could actually put a name underneath the time that you're set to alarm. I mean, I know there are different alarm sounds. So what I do with my phone alarm is I literally uh, have a number of alarms that go off every single day. And underneath each alarm tells me what exactly I'm supposed to be doing based with, based upon what's on my Google Calendar for that day. Now, here's the beauty of it. Some people might say, well, if you've got a Google Calendar, why do you need an alarm? The alarm sort of lets you know, um, hello, you need to be at the next thing. Uh, the alarm tells you, hey, not only do you need to be at the next thing right now, you need to be at the next thing doing this, this, and this. So I set up a number of phone alarms every single day with a different sound for each phone alarm. And, um, and it, and it keeps me very focused and it also helps me stop the previous thing I was doing rather than go over in time and get to the next thing. Cause the next thing has a certain time block too. So I love setting multiple phone alarms. It's almost like Pomodoros, except it's, it's longer than that because it's breaking down what's on my Google calendar into individual phone alarms. So that's my fourth time management tool that I love. Here's the fifth one that I love. And it is old school. It is, you know, Freddie Flintstone and it works like a charm. So one thing I do every single morning, sometimes I'll do it the night before, but really I prefer to do it when I first wake up after I work out, after I meditate. Three by five note card. I know it's super simple. And I like the color the neon bright colored ones, like the neon greens and the oranges and the fuchsias. Like I don't want just white note cards. I want multiple colors. 3x5 note card is one of my favorite time management tools, and I'm going to tell you why. So I I do a number of things on this 3x5 note card. One, I put the date at the top. I break it. I put a line down the middle, so I have two columns. On the left-hand side, I put my next three steps, and I only focus on my next three steps. That's it. I put what are the next three steps that I need to get done in my business today and I put check boxes next to each of those three and I complete them in that order and I don't give myself permission to do anything else or to focus on anything else other than those next three steps until they are done. Underneath the next three steps, I put my water for the day. So if I don't track my water, I don't drink enough water. Like I've met me. If I, if I'm not, if I'm not having a cross off that I had 32 ounces here and 64 ounces there and 96, if I don't track it, it won't happen. So below those next three steps, I put water and then I put a checkbox next to 32 ounces, 64 ounces, 96 ounces and 128 ounces. My goal is to get a minimum of 120 ounces a day in. So I track water on this three by five note card. Then on the right-hand column, I put my core desired feelings. So what are the three ways that I want to feel today? Do I want to feel strong? Do I want to feel powerful? Do I want to feel energized? Do I want to feel vibrant? Whatever those three core desired feelings are for me that day, and they change pretty much every single day, I write those down so I can look at my three by five note card often and I can say, okay, am I feeling this way? If I'm not feeling this way, What am I going to do right now to feel this way? And then below my three core desired feelings, which is a concept originated by Daniel Laporte. Then I put my eating schedule and the eating schedule is important because I'm starting to get back on a fitness competition routine. And part of that is eating every three hours. So I put again, just like with the water on the left-hand column, On the right-hand column, I put, you know, what times I'm supposed to eat and a checkbox next to each of those times so I make sure that I'm falling in line with what I'm supposed to be doing. And then on the back of my 3 by 5 note card, I just go on Pinterest and I find a quote that motivates me that day, and I just write that quote. Uh, and, and that way, I carry the 3 by 5 note card with me everywhere I go, I can fit it into my purse, I look at it very often, I keep it by my laptop or computer, I look at it to make sure that I'm on par with where I'm supposed to be. I estimate, am I getting the first one done? If not, what's the delay? And it keeps me focused and it keeps me from getting sidetracked. It is super old fashioned. Most people are like, what? Three by five no card. Why would you use an index card? Because I can touch it. I can feel it. I can see it. I had to put it in my own handwriting, which makes it powerful because writing things out in your own handwriting is sort of like a commitment to yourself and it gets the job done. It really does. And then I and here's what I do. I keep every three by five note card from every single day in an index card box so that at the end of the month, I can review the month's note cards. I don't necessarily review them every single week. That's what I use the toggle report for. And that's what I use Google calendar for, but you know, after 30 days you want to see like, did I, how many of those 30 days did I get the next three things done? And then the next three, and it's really, really powerful for consistency and for developing the habit of getting stuff done. So That those are the the five time management tools that I love toggle, Evernote, Google Calendar, the phone alarm, and a three by five note card. And I would say, you know, play with some of those, try some of those out. But really the bottom line is you want a, a priority management system, not even a time management system. You want a priority management system that works for you and for your life and for what you need. But the thing about it is is you want it to have two components. You want it to be simple and you want it to be consistent. So if you create these elaborate time management plans and what you're finding is way, it's way more complex than you thought, and you're not being consistent with it, then those time management tools are not gonna work for you. What you wanna do, especially if you're a solopreneur, uh, especially if you're an entrepreneur who's going in different directions with your business, you know, multiple streams of revenue, you need simplicity and you need consistency. In terms of how you manage your time that is the only way you're going to get the most done and that doesn't mean you sleep three hours a night and that doesn't mean you do hustle hustle grind grind there are times for that but then there are times to not do that it simply means that you honor your life and your schedule by one embracing the fact that there is enough time to do everything that you're supposed to do every single day And two, you set yourself up to win with time by creating those management systems, by using those tools and those apps. You know, I I use Habit Bowl. I didn't talk about that on this podcast episode, but Habit Bull and only thing I'm tracking on Habit Bowl is me putting in my, my nutrition in my fitness pal. That's it. I keep it simple so that I can be consistent. I always find that if I try to go... And do too much at once, or I try to work on too many things at once that A, it's complex and two, I'm super inconsistent. So your criteria for your developing whatever time management uh, tools you really want is that, is it simple and can I be consistent with it? And if you can say yes to both, you've got time management tools that are certainly going to work for you. So thank you for listening to She Runs the Show. We definitely have a wonderful episode. I'm still playing, guys, with what days I want She Runs the Show to come out. So if you notice, I haven't said, you know, it comes out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Here's what I know for sure about She Runs the Show. There will be three episodes that release every single week. I'm still playing with seeing whether I want episodes to be on a Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday schedule, or if I want it to be on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or if maybe I want to do it very, very different and do it a Thursday, Saturday, Monday schedule. I'm not sure yet. The only thing I can say for sure right now is that they were, there will be three episodes released a week. So subscribe on iTunes. You can find me tinyurl.com. Forward slash she runs the show podcast. Be sure that you subscribe, leave some feedback, write a review. Uh, But there will be three episodes a week moving forward. And pretty soon I'll figure out what specific days they'll release. But for right now, just know you can always go to tinyurl.com forward slash she runs the show podcast and subscribe so you get updates on when they come out. All right, everybody. I hope you are having an amazing week, an amazing life, and an amazing business. I will talk to you on the next episode of She runs the show.